if you can get your dream life by 35, 40 years old, you're going to do excessively well in your 40s and 50s and 60s. Um, of, of the business, culture, human uh, infrastructure. And so, yeah, I, I just, I've always felt, not, you know, it's funny, I like to keep things basic. I've always felt good when I was here. What excites you when you look at um, the workplace and the business? Because you, you do have a little bit of an idea of how things work here? Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, listen, I, I, it's an interesting question, uh, and I'll tell you why. I'm incredibly, uh, I'll use optimistic. I'm incredibly optimistic to where companies can go, both on how they do marketing and communications and how they treat employees and deploy culture. So, though I think that there's a lot of um, progressive thinking in the marketplace, I do still think the nature of a corporate structure um, and the nature of being a big, let's say, a big company still requires you to hit numbers in every 90 days. Uh, And so, you know, ironically, in the bigger businesses, call it the hundred biggest businesses in the re, in in this in the country, uh, it doesn't look so 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 different than other parts of the world. Um, I th- yes, I think one of your recent quotes was uh, "fuck your seven day trial," yeah. um, <laughs> uh, and so you let me explain. <laughs> Well, let me explain. I think it will help. I'm not against seven-day trials. I'm against the fact that the seed of the intent of that seven-day trial was to get somebody in, give them nothing, to make them pay. That's it. So We, we are unbelievably incapable of not thinking about ourselves first. And so when somebody comes along that thinks about it the other way, she or he can disrupt. That deck that I put out that a lot of people are making money on took money out of people who sell $1,800 decks. That makes me happy. No doubt. So. Now, if that deck is valuable, mazel tov, but the reality is we've gotten into a place in internet marketing where that is not the case 98% of the time, and that's something that I think, you know, should be disrupted no different than 10, 18, 24 months. I, from the tippy top, all the way down to the London office on the micromedia team, demanded as a dictator, to move her from media to project management on two things. One, she was not having a good relationship with her managers, and it was neither of their faults after I investigated personally. And two, through the series of her communicating with me, I thought that she had tremendous organizational skills. And I saw her yesterday and she was so happy I'm a CEO who happens to also have tens of millions of followers on social media, does public speaking, I'm here for things like this, I'm stretched incredibly thin, and yet I was able to execute against that. And this is not me saying it for everybody who's listening to think I'm good or It speaks to intent. Either, let me save everybody a lot of time, on this incredible mission that this podcast is on. Either a company is about its people or a company is about money. Any company that is publicly traded or has a board that has control over the CEO 
she or he has to pander to something outside of their employees. Independence, whether in the micro or at massive scale, at least gives you the chance to be employee-centric. So how... Was it Adam? I'm sorry, I didn't... Adam, how old are you? Post it in the comments. You know, I want to see it for context, and maybe it's not even for him. Maybe, Adam, if it's not for you, if it's for your mom or dad or somebody else, put the number of that age. 41. It's very empowering for people to try to hack, to think, what are they going to do? Now, the final one was perspective, the P. We've already touched on that, which is I use perspective and gratitude a lot. My perspective leads to gratitude. You know, it, it could be worse, right? My perspective is it could be worse. Could. So as, as you went through this disruptive period, like what were some of the, the life lessons, the, uh, the big insights that you gained? I got affirmation from who I think I am, you know, during ironically, oh my God, Today is 9-11. So 9-11 was the first major event I had to navigate through as a leader. I was a very young kid in a family business. Then there was the Great Recession in 2008. As a, these are macro things. As an entrepreneur and operator, every day you're dealing with micro things, lawsuits, somebody's family's issues, clients, employees. But macro, 9-11, Great Recession. But I always, in the back of my mind, my friend, knew one thing. 9-11, I was a kid. I had, you know, I had no expenses. The Great Recession, you know, the reality was I built the business for my dad, not for myself the first time. So. Follow me. But we're going to use an example here, which is the best case scenario, which is a repayment mortgage. Okay. In the U.S. So let's say you find a property that's 500 grand and you put down a 75 grand deposit to buy the property. So you get a 425 grand mortgage. You sign all the papers, it's done. What do you own? Do you think you own that house? You own nothing. You own, over 30 years, a liability of 360 payments. That's what you own. If you miss one of those payments, the bank takes the property. So try to, I'd like to think of an image of a young couple who have just been married. And the husband carries his new bride over the threshold and they're clinking glasses of champagne celebrating and they think they own their house they own nothing they've got a loan and 360 payments are you talking to me less do you need fi- do you need some leeway with your financial PL? Do you need me to rah-rah the troops? Do you want me to go talk to the most senior client? Because the client that you work with, which is the second most senior client, is giving you a very difficult time. I am in the ambulance, firefighting, emergency doctor, bat phone business. I am only built to act in helping for you to succeed within this framework. It's, it's, it's kind of massive that somebody says that to you. I would be almost moved if my manager said that to me. <laughs> uh, and I believe when you look at our organization, the people that have been with me for seven, eight years, the people that are winning the most really see it. And the people that don't hear it and think it's a, think it, they deploy cynicism that I just want to hear myself speak and it's an ideology, and that I won't actually do it. Because what's amazing about employees is how many, and this, by the way, I'm gonna set this up on the podcast. I'm actually very excited to say this. I actually think for all the very thoughtful conversation we just had, I can feel it in my body right now. This piece of content 
may be the piece that brings the most value, I am blown away by how many employees have made judgments on their organizations without trying to address it. The amount of my employees that come into my office on year three. Ninja Pimp Radio, Ninja Pimp Radio, Ninja Pimp Radio, Ninja Pimp Radio. Are you keeping it real? Are you staying solid? What the fuck does that even mean? Listen to Ninja Pimp Radio now. Everyone thinks they have all the answers, but do they? Do you? Listen to Ninja Pit So everything we've discussed regarding the structure of the industry outside the US actually applies in the US too. But the CFDs were banned in the US in 2010. So what's happened since, retail traders have been moving more towards trading options in the US. So they obtain their leverage through essentially implied leverage or implied volatility through trading options. If you wanted to actually trade normal physical assets in the US, the margin requirement is pretty high. So you don't get much leverage. You'd have to, it would be 33 to 50% margin requirement overnight. So two to three times leverage. And why do you think it's restricted in that way? They ban CFDs and that replaced it. And then everyone's going for options to get leverage. Index, Forex, and commodity futures, there's lower margin requirements, but the tradable set is pretty small, as in your amount of opportunities to make money because of the amount of contracts or assets you can trade is very low. So it's about 60 contracts, typically on a retail brokerage platform. And that compares to potentially 42,000 stocks. So your tradable universe is really small. And this is why options contracts have become very popular in the US. Because retail traders can deposit less margin and get potentially much higher return if they make money through trading. It's basically a massive PR campaign by Western world governments to open the doors to unfettered immigration. Why was this not happening 20 years ago? Why now? Because they know it's coming. I'm not going to get too political, but the EU, the birth rate's very low. And The UK, if they screw up Brexit, in my opinion, it's the last opportunity that the UK has to sort itself out. If they don't use that as a big opportunity to sort themselves out, it's over. Because when you look at it intergenerationally, things need to happen now in the next 10, 20 years. And the demographic headwind is a major issue for the Western world and the Europe and the UK. The UK is in competition with all these countries and you need bodies. You need babies and you need people coming in. But the right people, people who are going to add to the economy. And, and They're much more thorough in what they do. This is the structure that you can go through of a typical hedge fund when you get the presentation. But for the purposes of today, because we've got a bit of limited time, just to understand the onshore management company and the offshore fund. So let's have a look at an example of a billion dollar hedge fund a hedge fund that's got a billion dollars of assets under management. We're looking at this because the billion dollar number is the number in the industry that's considered to be the level at which you've arrived as a hedge fund. 
Below that, everybody's trying to get to a billion dollars. That's the golden number. So typically, you can start off with 50 to 100 million dollars these days. It's still quite difficult to get, but you're aiming to grow in two, three, four years up to a billion dollars. That's when it's that's when you've considered to have to have arrived. What are they actually doing? Well, in this example, we're looking at a fairly conservative $1 billion hedge fund holding 25 positions long and 25 positions short in their portfolio. So they've got a self-imposed... I personally think that you're listening to people talk about these subjects because you have a lot on your mind and either you're trying to decompress or trying to find some type of direction, you know? You should get a food journal. F-O-O-O journals. They're on Amazon. You might as well get one. You're up late at night listening to this stuff. Get your thoughts together. Get up. Get out. Get active. Stop slacking, buddy. Last 10 years, you saying earlier that you weren't being, there was a level of dishonesty made my stomach go down, right? And, 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 but I'm about to go to the point. You right now... Because just ain't going to say that to them because, you know, they might be scared of a nigga. I ain't never been scared of no nigga. And that's why they ain't around. Because I was the nigga who was saying, hell no. I was the nigga like, but I see a lame in hell. They were like, yeah, you right. You right. I ain't no right nigga. If I don't like it, bro, anybody can tell you. Mojo go disagree. Mojo ain't going to agree with everything. Fuck, nah, I ain't that type of nigga. So I guess that's why that nigga don't want me around. I guess that's why niggas, you know, sit down and think, well, leave my boys in the hood. They'll suffer. Shit. Your boy did good without your ass. Cause we, we would have suffered with you. Feel what I'm saying? Nah, we always been getting money on my end. Any nigga I hang with. He can call any nigga name out and every nigga you speak on gonna be getting money. We don't do that. We don't sit back and watch our buddy got down. You get the money your buddy don't. We don't play that on our mind. I had to realize that. Ain't nobody on the bus got no money but me and him. He liked it like that. So a nigga got to look up to you. That shit lame to me. I like for every nigga in my block to get looked up to. That's how we rock. That's what them three letters about. Sign yourself. This shit don't mean goddamn be a flanket. This shit don't mean you do be a dude boy or a yes man. Not these three letters. He know that. We don't do that over here. So just take that little lame ass shit on over there and create you some old niggas. But we don't do that. And that's what he want. He like, yes, man. We don't do that fuck you can do. Like, like that's just the truth. Um, and people always ask me, Gary, I want to impact people the way you do or change the world. These very heady things. I'm like, well, just do it for one person. It's action. Everybody sit, you know. Funny, right? Because... One of the biggest digs I get currently is interrupting guests on the podcast, which I'm atrocious at. But, but it's funny why that is. It's, and I've started doing better in the last week or two explaining why it is so that people don't completely hate me. But the level of listening I do is far greater than the talking I do. I'm getting a million. I'm getting hundreds and if not thousands of emails a day or DMs from people that are thanking me for telling them to go on TikTok. It's just arbitrage. But people dig in on the thing they know and aren't willing to kill the thing that got them there. Like, if I had a business right now, I would beg niggas to come fuck my shit up. Please come fuck my business up. I need to go get a store right now, put some insurance on it, and tell niggas to come burn my shit down. I guarantee you I'm going to get a million dollars. I'm going to get an M. Nigga, come fuck my business up. I'm getting an M. ASAP. I need to go get a storefront right now. Have niggas come burn my shit down. Like all these folk complaining. Talking about all they fucking up my business. All this and that. You ain't got no insurance on your shit. You shouldn't even be in business if you ain't got insurance on your shit. This was the play. This how you eat. This was the sweet play. Nigga, nigga Gucci was praying... Unemployment at 40 million. Gucci was praying niggas came and fucked they stole up. They wanted, 
They wanted niggas to do it. That's why niggas might as well go take all that shit. Gucci wanted niggas to do that. If I had a store right now, I would wish. And then I act like everything got took. Two million, three million. Because that business insurance. Man, I would have took the insurance company off. Niggas out here playing, man. Complaining about their business getting fucked up. Black folks complaining about their business getting fucked up. Nigga, that, that's really the casualties of war. That's what happened. You feel me? That's what happened. Shit fucked up right now. Niggas ain't got no money, so they finna go take shit. Your shit just got caught up in the mix. And if your shit got caught up in the mix, you ain't know the community like that. You ain't know these folks like that. They would expect, if they knew you and they... A bank doesn't decide your financial future. Your bank manager doesn't decide your financial future. A central bank doesn't decide your financial future. A government doesn't decide your financial future. Just don't have mortgages. It, 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 it's the worst way to buy property. It's the worst way. Or the worst way to get exposure to owning property. And all the problems that bricks and mortar bring with it. It's a liability. You don't have to worry about it. Let the landlord worry about it. You are listening to Bashlands Radio. What does a professional trader at a hedge fund do? First and foremost, protect the capital of their clients. So they're investors. Make money in rising and falling markets. The professional traders are known as portfolio managers, PMs. And their only function is positive selection portfolio. Positions that they actually want to have. There's no market-making activity. Their function is similar to the proprietary trading function, but it's 100% of the time. The only difference is just the nature of the business they operate in. So let's have a look at the differences in the nature of the business. So investment banks, where does the capital come from to allow an investment bank to operate? They're public companies. They've got public shareholders. When you invest in the investment bank's stock or their debt, if you invest in... I'll see you at the pub.
Gotta hop up off that porch. Gotta hop off the porch. Hey, yeah, hop off the porch. Yeah, hey, hop off the porch. Oh, uh, yeah, hop off the porch. Uh, hop off the porch. Neon Demi Yum is what I'm hitting them by. Watch out for the real wheel fix. Puff additive is on the tip. Smoking up oil strain with the chef. I removes the chance. So the stands in the corner. Mike, build the rims. Oh man, vehicles I can't stand. I'd rather be driven or this is a land. Executing plans, never pop his ass. Might melt down this can. Just to play white gold via brush plates. Haters don't understand. Not up in the slightest way or even faint. Dang. No need to continue. Find a deal on things with the Linux. Always in it to win it. Might count and split it. Then film it. Cloud process with spirit view. Limits the delivery dropped at the door. But the rope I flow might go. Who is it? And I still might rip it. CPU crypto pimping, never slipping. Pay attention, you didn't listen, cuz there's nothing there. I forgot. Hop off the porch. Hop off the porch. Hop up 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 off the porch. to be finally you know we're on a mission to raise the level of engagement in organizations starting in sweden um, and our goal is to create a global movement if you were the minister of engagement in in the government what would you focus on so more people can go to work because they want to and not because they're forced to i would focus on a heavy investment in modern communication tactics across 10 to 15 meaningful platforms like YouTube, podcasts, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, on and on, and I would pump information, literal and gray, around this subject matter. Comms is how you change things. Not laws, not mandates, communication to change the heart and minds of everyone. So I would pour almost all of my money into modern communication tactics to bring awareness around this issue itself. Thank you so much Thank you. for joining in. Thank you. I have. I do all the time. Who else is in REITs? You've got REITs.
So real estate investment trusts is, a, is, a, is an asset class which was invented around the 60s in the United States. And there was a bit of an explosion of this asset class in the 80s in the US. And it's been exported everywhere. You can buy real estate investment trusts in America, Canada, UK, all of Europe, Singapore, Hong Kong, Australia, New Zealand. They, they, there's literally tens of, there's thousands of them. And what are they? What are they? Well, there's all different types, but the basic premise is you either own or manage real estate and it's wrapped up in a structure called a REIT. Okay? And they're publicly listed. You can trade them on the stock exchange. So you can go out right now and buy one. Okay? And one of them, one of the types is a residential REIT a residential portfolio manager or owner, okay? Whatever that company makes, they don't pay tax on it if they're a registered REIT, okay? But there's a catch. They have to pay 90% of the rental income to their investors by law. Are you keeping it real? Are you staying solid? What the fuck does that even mean? Listen to Ninja Pimp Radio now. Everyone thinks they have all the answers, but do they? Do you? Listen to Ninja Pimp Radio now. Something that Sweden has that I admire, which is socially, it's so outrageously progressive in comparison to the macro world. However, it's not as foofy, foofy, or soft, or becomes the cliche, you know, ideological thing. There's still an incredible level of practicality, innovation, entrepreneurship. I guess ultimately, I admire the balance um, of, of the business, culture, human uh, infrastructure, and so, yeah, I, I just, I've always felt, not, you know, it's funny, I like to keep things basic. I've always felt good when I was here. Mm. What excites you when you look at um, the workplace and the business? Because you, you do have a little bit of an idea of how things work here. Yeah, I mean, I mean listen, I, I, it's an interesting question, uh, and I'll tell you why. I'm incredibly, uh, I'll use optimistic. I'm incredibly optimistic to where companies can go both on how they do marketing and communications and how they treat employees and deploy culture. Listen to Ninja Pimp Radio right now. You're not doing anything else, buddy. You're up late right now listening to Ninja Pimp Radio. You know why? Because you're wondering about stuff and wondering if you should be wondering about it. This is the perfect podcast, radio station, or whatever it's called for you. Grab a pen, grab some paper, and learn from some people of what to do and what not to do. Hey. It's all for educational purposes only, buddy. To each his own. Ninja Pimp Radio. Enjoy. Hey, maybe so far on this broadcast you've heard only negative things. So what? Maybe it's positive to someone else. Maybe you heard something positive. Maybe it's negative to someone else. Get out your feelings. Get a food journal from Amazon. Write about it in there. Ninja Pimp Radio. Get up and get active. Stop listening to other people talk about what they're good at. Do your own thing, buddy. The food journals. Get one. As you go down the scale, uh, I do think that there's, um, uh, I think on the coasts of America, on the entrepreneurial level, there is a little bit um, 
uh, of a potential for burnout or too much overworking or working for the sake of working that I think is a little more balanced here from the startups that I've interacted with. Um, and so much of the same in the top 100 companies compared to the, com- the world, which is much more to do on culture and people and marketing. Um, and on the entrepreneurial front, a little bit more balance than I see in other places. Well, if you were recruited as a CEO of one of the big Swedish, say, media companies, because we have a few, what would people experience that was different in your leadership, do you think, compared to a Swedish... Because Swedish managers are not uh, well-known to be hard and firm. And yeah. They're, like, more people-oriented. Yeah, you know, I actually... I think that that's an interesting thing. So I'm going to, you're, you're doing something interesting here, which is you're using um, the data that you have in the macro. So I think one thing that you'll find fascinating is somebody who knows a little bit about my personality online. It was funny, I was smiling a little towards David. I would argue that I am the softest genuinely do nothing. So I'd encourage you to look at REITs and start looking at the opportunity cost of actually owning something in bricks and mortar. Well, actually, you don't. Come on, you've got a mortgage, right? You've got to pay 30 years. I'm saying taking the mortgage and then renting it out and having the renter and having all the nonsense that you have to deal with all the time. It's a liability. It's not an asset. You're not earning passive income. If you make money, it's because you've worked for the property for 30 years. And you could have been doing something else. It's all about opportunity cost. So also bear in mind, this example that I've just given is a repayment example. This is the best case scenario. This assumes that you're actually paying down the principal of the debt. 50% of mortgages now in the West are interest, interest only. So people are taking out the debt and just servicing the debt by paying the interest and never ever paying down the principal. It's madness. You're up late right now listening to Ninja Pimp Radio. You know why? Because you're wondering about stuff and wondering if you should be wondering about it. This is the perfect podcast, radio station, or whatever it's called for you. Grab a pen, grab some paper, and learn from some people of what to do and what not to do. Hey. It's all for educational purposes only, buddy. To each his own. Ninja Pimp Radio. Enjoy. Have you exfoliated lately? Get your turmeric scrub for hyperpigmentation at www.cocoboulet.com. Get your... Um, following your advice has helped me, as you know, grow my company in two and a half years from zero to say it. a multi-million dollar business. You didn't fully say it. Huh? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <clears throat> go ahead. And I, I got to tell you, I, you know, I'm not nervous speaking to Gary. I'm just so moved because this guy is so real and so genuine and actually cares. Like, really fucking cares because because it because it doesn't come out of mine the second you understand how much abundance is in the world you will change your behavior absolutely i'm giving away all my best advice for free at scale <laughs> I mean, do you know how many people here have made money by literally parroting it directly? 
And I like that. That's what I want you to do. Of course I could have all those customers. I'm just not gonna get around to it. Do you know how nice this is to hear? Admiration. Something outside of their employees. Independence, whether in the micro or at massive scale, at least gives you the chance to be employee-centric. So how we are. It's not part of the life, you know, journey. Like, look at history. You know, like, bad things happen. And like, really, really bad things happen. And I think people have become too materialistic and, and have gotten complicated in their need for acknowledgement from outside forces based on commercial successes or what car they drive, status. It's a, we're a very deeply, globally, globally, a very deeply um, insecure animal. And we need other people's opinions for validation. And I wish people could get validation from their process, not from the things that their process allows them to buy to make them look good to others. So, you know, I've learned some human truths that were suspicions. um, and, uh, And I also learned that Every situation's different. I'm speaking in generalities right now. There's 7 billion people. Plenty of people have excelled. Plenty of people don't need a BMW to look cool. They just like how it drives. You know, you know, more to do in your retail trading account needs to be the same way that these guys do it on the left-hand side. So you have access to the platforms. It's necessary to use them but you do everything in the opposite way to the way that, and they don't realize that when they start doing things, either it doesn't pay, as in it doesn't work, or their personality is not suited to it, and they have to then continue uh, finding what actually works for them. So I, I tend to be like, yeah, I tend to not, you know, people are like, Gary, you always talk about, you know, you know, giving and all this stuff, but I'm being taken advantage of. I'm like, you're choosing to be taken advantage of. Everybody's a big girl and boy in here. You're more than welcome to say no. And we're about to go through a big transformation at VaynerMedia. We're creating a very uncomfortable minimum fee for yearly retainer, or we're not gonna talk to you. That's just where we're at now. That's what I think is the right thing. So. I think it's a personal question, and I think you should test both. I always tell people, ask for a little bit more money on the next scope, just as a testing mechanism, because a lot of you have subjectively decided on your ceiling. Or one person said no, and you're like, fuck, the market doesn't want it. No, no, one person doesn't want it. Awesome, thank you. you. Hey, Gary, how you doing, man? Very well, bro. My name is Salvador. Um, First of all, I want to say thank you, man, not just for being here, for everything that you share. I moved from Cuba two years ago, and I learned English listening to your podcast, man. And, um, And that's very confusing because you see me talking all the time, but I'm fucking listening, bro. Good. The question I have is, you, you get, have you ever had a time where you had a high-ticket client come to you last minute, and this is more in the video realm, and they wanted to get some work done? In, in my situation, it was a travel agency. They wanted me to go to Cartagena, Colombia to go film for six days. The client didn't respect my prices. They were trying to, like, lowball me. They, they didn't, we, we didn't end up working together. What do you what what have you done in that situation to try to get the client to actually work with you and what you know it's a mix of a lot of things we've heard today like I just kind of put my line in the sand and I'm empathetic I try to explain to them why I think the value is there but 
make them, you know, very comfortably, you know, understand if they want to go in a different direction. Uh, I mean, you know, negotiating is a very interesting game. You know, it's people overthink it of like who's going to blink first or tactics like people, you know, just business like people has a have a price for some, you know, I'm always empathetic. They may have a P&L issue. They may value me way more than I'm even asking. But I know listening to all these people talk about all their success stories is probably, in some way, maybe weighing you down. You should try the motion potion. All natural, nootropic, made from mushrooms, cordyceps, lion's mane. So many different nootropics. Get your mind right. Motion Potion. Buy it now. On Amazon. Ninja Pimp Radio. Ninja Pimp Radio. Ninja Pimp Radio. Ninja Pimp Radio. Are you keeping it real? Are you staying solid? What the fuck does that even mean? Listen to Ninja Pimp Radio now. Everyone thinks they have all the answers, but do they? Do you? Listen to Ninja Pimp Radio now. That way I get paid, making haters yell, make day, automated, monetize, post all day, type of sort, tech, K, recon, me a plate, by the bay, roll the young plates with the graphite paint, grab, grab, graphite paint. With the graphite paint, I got the road to young place with the graphite paint. Got the graphite paint, got the graphite paint. Hey, doing what you think. Thought that like scribbling your notes in some unorganized way doesn't do anything but confuse the situation more. Grab a food journal. All the diagrams are already laid out. It's so simple. Just use it. The food journal. Get it on Amazon. The food journal. F O O O. Journal. The food journal. Get it. Get your mind right. Get your thoughts together. Pieces and probably help. It helps you become happier. It doesn't make you happy. It just helps you become happier. So, all these messages that people get told, you know, constantly growing up, this creates the second problem as well. So, first of all, not understanding the function of money, but secondly, also uh, having emotional barriers to money. It's, uh, It's, this is the second problem. And actually, like I can uh, just go off, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll come back in a second to illustrate the point. Okay. All right. All right. What do you? What do you I'll be ba- I'll be back in a second. Wait there. I can go and get get something and to illustrate the point more accurately. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go back in. Okay. Go back in. I'll show you what I properly mean. Okay. Okay. What's... So. Twenty dollars. So now let me give it to them. I just want to be the collective shield. Blame it on me. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious, bro. Let's just do it right now, once and for all. When? What's that? Gary did it. Just blame it on me. When somebody leaves a comment and says you're stupid, tell them I... You know, people that interact with our ads and with our posts, they just interact with the influencer. Yeah. We, you know, we split tests, we do like videos, photos, you know, but 
people continuing to act with the with influencer, what we could do to fire the influencer. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> let me let me you you never want somebody else to have leverage more than you have the leverage. If you feel like it's gotten out of hand, you need to fire the influencer. Get a different influencer. I think a lot of people should create influencers, either in themselves. One big thing that I love, if you have any animation skills in yourself or within your organization, way more people need to get into the Mickey Mouse business. Your influencer can be a cartoon and you get to own the cart. The cartoon doesn't get drunk. The cartoon doesn't have sexual harassment issues. <laughs> the cartoon doesn't become a prima donna and want more money. The cartoon is something you own. Lil V that I put out, and there's only one of them, that wasn't for kicks and giggles. I love yeah. my parents, right? I, like I, I just, and, yeah. and then it became a detriment because you can imagine after you do that, to live a life where people try to throw an excuse at you that the reason you were successful is you were given something when I was part of the very small 0.0001% that gave to my parents, fuck you. Right, oh my God, that, that, that's, that's a beautiful aspect of your story. Yeah, a lot of people don't know you were born in Belarus. Um, if you Google Gary, you'll see American Belarusian entrepreneur. My ex-wife was from Belarus. So, um, um, so I know I, the I, culture Belarus, by the way, with, with everything happening in Belarus, are you, do you feel a connection to that? Do you, I do, but my parents fear me being too loud about it because you know, it dictate, you know, the Soviet union scared families, scared people. Yeah. 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 I know what that's like, Gary. The next thing I want to ask you is, as you spoke about age and our perspective yes. of age, one of the things I realized that I'm biased about is TikTok. You just, you've been raving about TikTok. My six-year-old daughter came up to me a week ago and she said, Daddy, you need to be on TikTok. And I have an 11-year-old friend who can teach you. And <laughs> so in my mind, TikTok is like for kids. You are 45 and you are crushing it on TikTok. Tell us about that. Why is TikTok relevant? It's relevant because A, every platform that ever becomes a big platform 